It's Coffee Quad Time! now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekerd, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Well, a very good Wednesday morning to you. I hope you're doing well on this October 20, 27th, 2021. We're already there. Um, I hope you're doing well today. Uh, just off the top here, just a couple quick things. There will be no Chris and Dave today, hence no live demo. So they were going to do a demo of their latest and greatest new vacuum cleaner. Well, that's going to wait till next week. So the dust is just going to have to to pile up. I've been busy doing uh been doing shows so please be patient with jeff jeff's working solo on the um on the on the zoom and doing that kind of stuff so um so be nice play nice and uh you know i think everything will work uh been through a week where we just been busy it seems like broadcasting has been doing a uh, doing a lot of that 
this week of working on a few computers, uh, making some great software discoveries that we found out, and preparing to talk to our guest in just a few minutes. We've had a little, I've had a little diabetes issues this week um, with, for a few days, but, but I've, but I'm getting on that and really working hard. I had two days where the thing was higher than the national debt, but we've got it brought back down and under control. And I've only been woken up now a few times in the night with, I go from uh, high blood sugar all the way down to below 70. So we're trying to get all that worked out. All right. Now, now Billy, you just have to work on the national debt. Oh, I got to get my own fixed. <laughs> um, don't even go that. Don't even you go don't that even way. go there. So how are you doing um, Jennifer, you're on the outside on the lanai. I am. It's nice out here so far. It's 73 and only going to be 85 today. That's cooler than we have had since we've been here. Most of the time we've been here, it's been, what, 95? Yeah, it's been pretty warm. Been pretty warm. I did cook some good stew the other day or something else I cooked. I can't remember, but it turned out well, I think. We're going to have to call you Chef Bill. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, No, it's called Survivor. Uh, Called called Survivor. He's a pretty good cook. Don't let him fool you. So. And he made some homemade french fries the other day that were really good. This, the Tesori air fryer that Chris and Dave always talk about is actually a pretty cool air fryer. Yeah, it's kind of nice because you can make your own or follow the recipe there on the thing and cook those f- French fries. Or I, I hand cut them. Of course, that means they're not all even, and I'm not going to do as good a job as Chris. But they tasted good, and um, so did that got that through well let's go up to minneapolis minnesota tim how are you pretty good good morning to everyone and uh we are actually pretty nice weather it's 48 i know a lot of people think that's really cold but um for us this time of year that's pretty good it's supposed to get up to around 60 today and then cooler tomorrow lot of rain and then uh, Saturday it's supposed to be up to around 60 again so pretty decent for Halloween time hope everyone's getting all ready well I imagine you guys are going to go out trick-or-treating and stuff like that oh yeah we're big into that yeah. did you do you get a lot of trick-or-treaters coming to your door on Halloween where you lived Tim well we did well last year of course there wasn't any but um, but yeah, normally we, we get a couple hundred a lot of times. Oh, wow. We don't. Up, did you stock up with Halloween candy when you did your Instacart shopping this week? No, not yet, because I don't really want it in the house. You know, uh, somebody else might eat it. Could you be more specific? <laughs> I mean, inquiring minds want to know, Tim. Well, um, I don't know. With somebody that does shows on The Legend. Oh, how could you say such a thing about yourself, Tim? 
Yeah, and I'm giving poor Tim a hard time. I'm sorry, love, Tim. Uh, love almond joys and things like that. Anyway, I you know what I like? I and I never used to like them. I love those Kit Kat bars. Oh, oh Kit Kat bars! I love Kit Kats, but I don't like the bars. <laughs> we hear you. Uh, yeah. So Tim's hanging in there. I'll be doing his show tomorrow, not today, but. Yep tomorrow and we'll see about next week what what Tim has on the haven't you got us a record yet. for two days pretty soon I thought that was only for football teams um, during the yeah, Jennifer training called me up. camp she called me up on the phone and she said, do you know what Bill Sparks is? I said, yeah, he's probably on the studio around the legend then. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, most likely. Yeah. So let's go to, uh, we're not going to Altoona. They've got a little electrical issue that the electric company has to address and they have to turn off the generator. So they don't have much choice but not to be on. Uh, Jeff Bennett. Well, thank you, Bill. Hello, everybody on The Legend, listening to The Coffee Club and everybody in the Zoom room here. Everything is good here. Bill and I, uh, well, I have to, I can't give, give myself any credit because Bill was the one that gave the, in, the interest in this program to me, and we'll have to talk about it sometime. But one, I want to make sure I'm really familiar with it, which I am now pretty much. It's an RSS, or real, they call really simple syndication. So if you like to follow news on the web or news on radio like I do or sports news or uh, anything of that nature or podcasts, it's a podcatcher and it's a uh, it's a program that lets you monitor news feeds or what they call really simple syndication or RSS. This thing is pretty good. It's made by a guy named Nathan, a guy who calls himself Nathan Tech. And if you search for Luna RSS, Luna Space RSS on Google, you'll find the, you'll find his webpage and you'll find the information on the program. So I think you might enjoy it. And it's very accessible. Uh, does it does a great job? And I've been playing with it now since. Uh, I guess since Monday, Bill, when you told me right. about it. So I've been playing with it since Monday. Bill's been playing with it. So uh, I don't necessarily run it all the time, but you can run it all the time. And it does give you sound alerts from when when you have new feeds coming. And you can d- decide how often you want it to check. And you can decide how many news feeds you want it to store. So it's, it's got a little a lot of versatility. There might be some bugs in it, but I don't think I found any real bugs. But it's a pretty good program. Everything is good here in Albany, New York. Uh, we had a deluge of rain yesterday. Uh, all day it rained, and there's uh, it's going to be raining today on and off. And maybe by when by Thursday, it's going to be a little bit nicer. So I thought maybe we're going to have to get the ark out because they were talking about flood watches and flood warnings yesterday and today. But I think things are going to be okay. So everything is good here in Albany, New York. Uh, that's all I can say. And I will say, after we complete our calls and talk about a few little things, then I got a very special guest coming on. And her name is Connie, and she's from Southwest Michigan, and she's going to tell her story. And I think, I think you really need to pay attention to the story that that Connie's going to tell here in just a few minutes. I'm just hope I'm up to asking the right questions and doing doing the right thing. So. Jeff, I guess we'll get to those hands. I guess we will. Let's start with Jerry. Jerry, out there in Indiana, Pennsylvania, can you please unmute yourself? Participants raised hand. Five participants raised hand. Okay. 
Okay. Good morning, everybody. Well, um, I'm uh, <clears throat> hanging out here waiting for the call from the hospital to see when I have to be there tomorrow for my surgery. And it's uh, like breeze here today. It's gone up to 58. But I'm on an all-liquid diet. Accidental touch protection. Your phone is being protected and, uh, from accident. coffee. And I can have all the, uh, uh, so, uh, you know, I can have uh, all the soda I want and juice. And I've got lemonade. And uh, I can't have anything, you know, it's, it's got to be all clear liquids. I can't have milk or or anything like that. I can have coffee or tea without any, I can have creamer in it but no sugar. And, uh... So, you know, that's what we're doing here. And I'm uh, going to miss you guys while I'm gone, but uh, maybe if we have a phone in the hospital room there, we can maybe access listen lines so we can hear you some. So, Are they giving you protein supplements, Jerry, to, to keep you going? Are they you know, like protein drinks so that you don't uh, lose too much weight or anything like that? What are they doing for oh, that? Yeah. I got that stuff like Booster and Boost and Sure. Well, I can't have that today. I can't have anything with any coloring in it, especially the color red because it symbolizes blood, and that would mess up. I guess that would mess things up. So, so there you go. Don't do what I did, Jerry, and they made me go in a day early. I didn't like that so well, especially when I wasn't well, I expecting because I won't have transportation available. It's 26 miles away for Trobe Hospital. Yeah. I got my transportation lined up for tomorrow, but I don't have anything for today. Do, do they expect yep. it early in the morning, or when When do you think they're going to have you go in? They're going to call me between now and 4 o'clock. Oh, today. Not, if they don't call me before, after, so if they don't call me by 4 o'clock, I have a number I have to call to ask them. Yeah. Well, yep. I know it's, it's always anxious. Just sitting around waiting, I know how I was. Um, but when they made me go in a day early, that kind of rocked my world for a little bit. But, hey, there I was, so what are you going to do? You know? But we'll be praying for you and waiting for you to be back on there. And every Saturday while you're gone, of course, Slim rolls on. Okay, very good, Bill. Thank you very much. Well, Thank you, Jerry. Day, Thank you. All right, Jeff LaSusan. All right, next on our list is Joe Sorensen. Go ahead, Joe. Please unmute yourself. Oh. There you go. You're unmuted. Go ahead. Okay. Good morning here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Jerry made me think of the four preps and 26 miles. Well, anyway, it is 40 degrees here, and clear skies up to 64 degrees and down to 40. Change of the season and the heating system in apartment living is very interesting, and we keep zooming our lives away. They had a church council meeting, and they they use go to meeting, so I. I, I do the landline. Actually, go go to meeting is definitely a cheaper, but Zoom is actually better. Then around the same time, I still had a poetry conference on Zoom, so to keep the two things going. But but fortunately, the church council meeting was done in time, so I could still read my poem around eight o'clock. <laughs> Zooming life is very interesting. 
Yeah, good morning, everybody. I just wanted to say, um, I know that. And what's interesting, too, is I was also pulling a juggling act with the poetry. But I also, on the TV that we have in the bedroom, I, oops, I, uh, hang on, I'm going to return to my volume down over here. Basically, what happened is I said, um, I was tuning into the to the baseball game, and I had that on low so I could monitor it at the same time. Uh oh, but it worked out okay. Oh yeah. Sorry about the feedback. Yeah, you got, but you've got you're monitoring on two different. You're monitoring on your computer and you're monitoring with Joe's. So that's what's happening, I think, Ellen. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna turn my volume down, so that would be okay. Maybe yeah, that's better. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, go ahead, Ellen. Oh yeah, it just okay. That's basically what I wanted to say. But we did have a little bit of rain yesterday morning, and then we had the wind all day yesterday, and then. So we've got cool, a cooler day today, and then hopefully it's supposed to it's supposed to warm up a couple of days, and then next week would cool down again. So who knows? It's kind of like an elevator around here. All right, thank you guys. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. I see. I'm sure we. Oh, right now we've got next is uh, Bill out in Chicago, Illinois. Can you unmute yourself, please? Oh, I can go get a drink of tea and come back. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> and I st- I'm still atoning for my sins, Bill. Don't worry about it. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, uh, I got the same weather to about what Tim has. Uh, we had rain all day Sunday and Monday, and it was only about 50 degrees. And then we're supposed to get rain tomorrow on Friday. So, Jeff, you'll probably have our rain on Halloween. Because you probably the, the rain you got yesterday, the rain we had Sunday and Monday, and I mean it rained. I had in um, well, in one place in Highland, Indiana, they had they had five inches on Sunday. So, I mean, it, it's really been been raining a lot here, and I had I had four inches at Midway Airport, which is near me. Did you have and, water getting into your basement, Bill, or anything like that? No, I was I, I'm lucky at that. I didn't have any water. I didn't have any water. And I only had that, I've been in this house since 64, and I've only had it once. And that was back in the early early 70s, late 60s. We had a real heavy rainstorm, and then what happened was it was my uh, sewer hadn't been cleaned out for a while, rotted out, so I had to kind of rot that out. And, then, and now in the city of Chicago, you can't run your downspouts. They have to be run out on your grass. Or in your lawn because of uh, flooding. They, they, you took, they took all downspouts off the of houses. You got gutters, but the downspouts and it has to spill out into your yard or or into a, in, the, in the land somewhere. You can't run it down into the sewer system anymore. But to help cut back on flooding, I guess. And I'll say good luck to Jerry. And then uh, that's a that's a oh Bill, you've got to take care of that diabetes thing. That can get out of hand, too, you know. Oh, that's why I was very careful. Right, right. Well, of course, it depends on what you've been eating, too. Sometimes that'll do it. You think something's good, and it'll spike you up, you know. Well, the different things that might surprise you, and something that may 
matter one day that doesn't affect your blood sugar will the next day. So you just never know exactly what what's going to happen. I remember I drank a a bottle of Jenny's what you call it foo foo tea Arizona tea. Oh, oh, that's real. That's loaded with sugar. Well, she said it was light. It had honey in it, and it wouldn't cause a problem. But it did. But one time I drank it, and it didn't. So you just never know. But fortunately... Depending on what you ate with it, too. You know, what you might have earlier. You might have spiked it up. But fortunately, for the past three or four days, we've been real good. So we're very mindful of that because the doctor's office wouldn't renew my prescription and I couldn't check my blood sugar. And I told her uh, how important it was to me and it was necessary. And she finally got it. Wouldn't wouldn't prescribe the new Libra or whatever you're using? Uh, Yeah, she wouldn't refill it. And, What's wrong with her? Um, yeah. Well, that could happen too. But I told her, I said, if you don't fix, I said, if you don't fix this, I'm getting up and walking out right now. So right, because I mean, she that had nothing to do with. Uh, that's not prescribing insulin. They say, well, you don't need it now, or a metformin, or whatever you're taking. But if you're taking any of that stuff, well, sure, that's a drug. But those. Those testers, that's not a drug. I mean, that's just the thing that they require to make sure the right people get them, that's all. Yeah. But we, so so far. Yeah. So we got that working. So everything else is is going along good that way now. And we started out good this morning, and we were very good all yesterday. And we always make adjustments as you go. I know in one thing I'll spike it up too. My dad was a diabetic, and we used to spike his with cheese. He could he could take and eat cheese, and his sugar go sky high. That's my weakness. I know about cheese, Bill. I love cheese, but I I've learned oh, I to eat oh, it I in moderation. moderation. Yeah, I, well, I, I do myself. I said, well, you eat too much of it, you're getting too much weight. But I mean, I, I love I love any kind of cheese. I mean. I mean even, I even love. I even like yogurt and that stuff. And I, I don't like yogurt, but I don't think you'd like Limburger cheese, which I have tried before. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, Limburger oh. cheese. If you can get by the odor, the taste is not so bad. Oh. Yeah, I mean the yeah. taste is good, oh, but, the, but it I like it. No, yeah, it does smell bad. And and, and and my for my college roommate put some on the mouthpiece of my phone. So when I went to make a phone call and I, I picked up the phone, oh man, forget this. <laughs> All right, thank you, Bill. We got some. We got some. We, I know we want to get going, and not, not trying to be rude to you, but we got other people on. So. He'll be back. You'll, I know you'll be back, Bill. Thank you. All right, Gail, you're next, and then we'll have. Charles in, in Maryland, and then uh, I believe Alan in uh, Ontario, California. Go ahead, Gail. Please unmute yourself. Okay. You are unmuted. Go ahead. Alt A, Gail. Type alt, hit, hit, there you go. Don't touch it. You are unmuted. Go ahead. Okay. Now I'm okay. Um, not doing too bad here. Uh, Wendy came this morning. 
Wendy came this morning, as she usually does. We got things done. Uh, tonight, there's supposed to be a Zoom thing for our chapter for the NFB that I'm going to be, that you know, that I'm going to find out what it's all about. Uh, tomorrow morning, I think, is when I do my um, for Meet the Blind Month for October. Uh, I bring my Braille cards down to our community room and the, some of the stuff that I use, and it's kind of kind of an educational thing. Uh, next month, I go to get my platelets checked. I didn't this month. The doctor said I didn't need to this month. That he, he wasn't that worried about things. But we'll go again. We'll go next month and get that taken care of. Care of. And if I need to go back on the pro. Promacda, then I will, but it depends on what the platelet counts are. At least I'm not going to be going back into the hospital and doing infusions, thank goodness. I mean, that <laughs> that's a long day to be just laying there. And boring. <laughs> but anyway, that's about all that's happening right now here. Well, Gail, good luck to you, and we'll... S- We'll see you on the request line. Yep. I enjoy putting in the request. Thank you. Thank you, Gail. (laughs) All right. uh, Can you uh, mute yourself, Charles, out in uh, Maryland? Can you hear me? Oh, yes. Yes, we can. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, everything is going well for everybody. I'm glad um, Chris and Dave aren't sick or anything like that. And, um, Jerry, if you um, get a chance when you're in the hospital, could you call and maybe give us a room number or a phone number so we can try to reach out to you if that's possible? So, you know, just remember that people do care about you. And when you see Chris and Dave, tell them uh, people care about them. I will definitely do that. Uh, Charles, that song you requested yesterday from 1957 by by Jimmy J. Jimmy J. Now, that wasn't the Jimmy J. We know that's the disc jockey, is it? Or is that a... No, I don't think so. I don't know. Um, But but it was a good song, nevertheless. I don't know if it was the disc jockey or not. But it was a good... You know, if you never hear it on the regular radio... Yeah, that's so. Yeah, but uh, we found it, and I thought of Jimmy J. We used to play his show on the Legend on Saturday nights. It's called Rewind, and uh, Jimmy J. And I thought of him, and he he could have fit that time period. So, yeah, I know, and that's and this guy Jimmy J. The one that was played. He sounded really young, like in his late teens or something. Well, Jimmy J's in his seventies now, so I know it's hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So it's like it's hard to believe. I'm sixty nine, and we're in our sixties and seventies here. And you know, on the thirteenth, um, I was able to listen, and I mean, I really enjoyed it. But I enjoy all the coffee clubs I'm able to listen to. So. And I appreciate the uh, welcome I get every time I call in. Well, just and, you know, sit back and relax, much. and you're going to hear a good interview, a good discussion in just a few minutes. Thank you, Charles. So. Yeah, thank you very much, okay? Bye-bye, Charles. Right. 
Here we go. Alan, you're next. Go ahead, please, from Ontario, California. I'm unmuted. There you go. Go ahead, Alan. What's going it's, on? It's uh, 51 degrees out here, and we've had, you know, the floods up north. Just we're in Southern California, so we have the flooding up north. I finally get a uh, Windows 11 upgrade on my machines. You did? And how did it go for you, Alan? Well, the first one I had, Microsoft Disabilities helped me out with that, and I did the uh, next one on my, on my own. That went pretty well straightforward. I like I said, I don't believe you're going to find too many drastic changes that you can't overcome. There aren't too many to overcome. Well, no. The big difference is they've integrated Microsoft Teams into Windows yes. 11, so that if you if you have if you have a, if you have Teams, not the professional but the regular Home Edition, it'll work perfectly for you. Uh, you know, I've never used Teams too much. Um, I haven't. But do you think it works as well as Zoom, Jeff? I don't know because I've never used it. I know I, I think Brian Hargen has made some scripts for it, but I think it does need some scripting to make it work work okay. But I don't know that you can beat. I don't know that you can beat Zoom. They really they really have come up with a like a perfect solution, really. For uh, and they've really taken accessibility fairly seriously. I really, they can't complain about that. Alan, before you go, what's going on with Walter and you? What's going on? Well, with Walter, Walter? has been listening to the coffee club in the other room. Uh, oh, okay. We're doing very well as far as health goes uh, for now. You know. Well, that's good. We always like to ask about Walter. Well, I'll tell Maggie uh, you asked about him, and we're, I'm thinking of Jerry. I uh, hope that things work out very well for the surgery. We'll be playing for him. Yep. We're going to continue playing his Slim songs for him, no matter where he's at. Yeah. So. All right. Thank you, Alan. Yeah. So is, is Teams, is that the replacement for Skype? Pretty much. I don't... It, it may be. I, I, though people still use Skype, I don't use Skype anymore because everyone everyone I talk to is on Zoom. Or, or right. I, I, I don't know. Really, right. Isn't Meet Now sort of the replacement for Skype? I don't know how many people use Skype anymore. I don't even know if I've got it on this computer. Well, they, they kind of broke Skype when it came to accessibility on the computer. It's, I mean, it's not really broken it's if, if you know what you if you if you kind of know what you're doing, but it's it's not like it used to be. So I can I, I can tell you that none of us I only use Skype on the iPhone if I have to. And and lately, what I've been doing since I have I since I use Wi-Fi, I I have a friend of mine in England, Bill. I I use FaceTime and and with him, so we talk about, we talk using FaceTime audio. So and that works quite well as well. Bill, we have Beth Moline is next out in Minnesota. Beth, can you unmute yourself, please? Oh, where's the young lady? There we go. I think I'm unmuted. You are unmuted. Go ahead. Great. Um, I wanted to let you all know that we had a couple weeks where we had universal yums here, and it was really awesome. If I remember correctly, I don't know why I, I don't mean to forget certain things, but if I remember correctly, last week we got some snacks from Arabia, and then um, yesterday we had a trick or treat. I mean, trick or treat box, and it was all candies. It wasn't. There weren't any type of chips or cheese balls or cheese puffs or whatever. Just candies. This time, 
and there were from there were some from eight different countries. I know Italy was one. They had chocolates. Oh, that was so good. And then there was some from Ukraine, and also from the UK and Greece and Pakistan. I'm just trying to remember what the others were. I, I, you think I'd remember right now, but. It was all pretty good. Italy was the best, though, I have to say. We all thought Italy was the best because they had some of the best chocolate in that. I couldn't get over it. So that's good that you enjoy those and have all the different things that you have. We We had a neat thing on Monday evening, too. But we had this trick or treat event here in the building where a bunch of us sat in the hallway and some chairs and we each had buckets of candy and there were kids coming through and we'd, we would each put a, a piece of candy from our bucket into the kids' bags and I'm sure they came away from that with an impressive haul. <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. I'm trying to figure out though, uh, there's a lady here that really ought not be here and I, she ended up coming over to me knowing that she's not even supposed to be around me, but she came over to me a little bit later and put a really dirty package of cookies in my bucket. And I'm like, why would she do something like that, trying to frame me or something, so that I wouldn't be able to, to do this again? Well, I think they're going to let me do it again. They didn't say they wouldn't, but I gave the, the package to the activities director said she put that in there and she said who put it in there and I told her and then afterwards I said she's dumb and she said keep that to yourself oh that's Probably. so petty so petty yeah we got it Beth. yeah well it's weird though Jeff it's it's weird that someone would do something stupid like that though we understand Beth as long as you enjoyed the uh, trick-or-treating and the candies from the different countries I know that I've had Italian chocolate I've mm. had German chocolate and Swiss chocolate they're all quite good, and also the Dutch chocolate is good from the Netherlands, and I've had that as well because I had an English teacher in high school who was from the Netherlands. So I'm that's glad that you enjoyed great. that. Yeah, the Netherlands, that's another one that we had. And, in fact, the candy that we had, it was hard candy. It was little kind of a, a ball, but it tasted like it had a, a bunch of salt on it, but it was good. I thought it was really good. Well, that's, so the, that, new, that's the new trend these days, uh, Beth. It's salt and sweet together, so a oh, lot of times you can eat I'm not a big fan of that, but uh, but it, it is good. I imagine I, I, I get it. Yeah, Bill, you I've always eat. liked that. Like peanuts and ice cream has always been good. Yeah, that is good, and I love salty caramel because I've had that with the Dairy Queen. I think I've had it at Culver, uh, Culver's. I can't say it right. <laughs> I almost said name of one of our grocery stores, but no, we we've had some salty caramel on on a, a concrete mixer at Culver's, and it was very good. But, um, no, I, I really enjoyed contributing. I even contributed some a big bag of candy bars for those kids, and I just had such a great time doing that. I just felt so blessed. Plus, we had a party. We had a fall party at church, and I, con- I contributed for the candy hunt there, too. Oh, well, thank that's you very good, much, Matt. Good, thank you. Well, we do have one more hand raise, and I know Bill wants to get on to his thing. So thank you very much, Beth. All right. All right, Julie McCullough, you are next out there. And uh, I always forget where you are. All right. All right. Good morning, everybody. 
Um, a friend of mine told me that she <coughs> had had to call Apple. <coughs> She's considering a different phone. And she was considering an SE20. And Apple told her that probably wasn't a good idea because it's a downgrade and that they are doing away with the home button. And that a lot of people have, have talked to them wanting it back, but they are doing away with it is what this person from Apple told her. And about the honey, um, I, honey is something, if you're, if you, if your blood sugar is low, it is, is one of the best things to raise it again because it doesn't have to be processed through your system. It goes straight to your bloodstream, which means that, of course, it goes straight to your bloodstream. And if you don't have a low, it could raise your sugar real fast. Yeah, and it can. And just to get back to that iPhone situation you mentioned a minute, I think the compelling thing about the um iPhone SE is the fact that it is moderately priced, you know, so you, you can buy it cheap enough, but you are lacking, you are taking some steps back. And because of the way the iPhones are designed now, you can put a home button on the virtually, that is, on the back of your phone that you can tap or use. So um, most people will, you know, it's an Apple thing and most of the phones have gone that way, you know, to get rid of, of the home button. And I think it's something that it's kind of like holding on to the old Windows 7 or XP. Hey, it's time to move on. And it really is. You One know. of the reasons they got rid of the home button, Bill, as I read an article about it, is because they found that the home button was the weak link in the iPhone and people were pushing it too hard and breaking the home button. And if and if your phone is, for example, locked and you have, or you've turned the phone off, the home button isn't going to do you any good because it doesn't work. It's not really a button. It's just a an area, a metal strip at the bottom of the phone. It doesn't actually move. It's, it uses haptics to give you the feeling that it's moving, but it's not really a button. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a sensor on that thing that that makes you think you're pushing a button. But if you turn your phone off completely and and try to push that button, that you you won't feel it. Oh, yeah, it you like won't a, feel like it at all. And people forget about that and they're, and they're breaking that area of the phone. And that's what they were saying was causing the problem, Julie. Uh, when, when, I, I went, when, I, when I talked to someone at the Apple Store years ago about that, but I, I would recommend you can put that assign go in and assign those keys, and you can put a home button on the back of your phone so you can double tap it and go back to the home screen or you know and or to go to the app switcher. So there's. There's ways around it. The only thing that I wish they wouldn't have gotten rid of, and I don't care what phone it is, and that's the earphone jack. And I yes. suppose there's an explanation for that, too, as to why that's not there. But an earphone jack is one of the things that I would miss. But I've been able to transition without a uh, home button. 
So now my sister got. She didn't tell me what what it is, uh, but she got a plus sized phone like the one I have now is. Um, they still make them, but I don't. I don't know what phone that would be. Well, you can get the new Pro models and the what's the big one, Jeff? The Pro Max. Max. Yeah. Pro yeah. Max. Pro Max. So. If you really want a bigger phone, they go up to like 6.7 inches and, you know, but that, that you could go up to. I don't know that it's going to be any better or any worse for you, but, you know, they, they get rid of the home button for, um, just to make more room on the screen and like Jeff said to stop some of the repair but you know you can buy certain Android phones still that have the phone jack and have a fingerprint sensor like is used on a home home screen now the Android screen is laid out that you swipe your finger down at the bottom and you can hear the home label and so you can just tap that so that's kind of the way they've gotten around that with the Android phone yes but but I don't think I want an Android because because I hook my phone up to things for Braille right I, I, I will agree with you there some Braille displays work quite nicely on Android but some of the newer ones that use the new standard don't work as well right now. And you do have a valid point there. But my the reason that, the, that this size phone <clears throat> was recommended to me is because I'm not very coordinated. And they thought that way the keys wouldn't be quite so close together and I might not make so many mistakes when I'm having to type on the phone. I actually like typing on the smaller phones better than the bigger ones. Oh, okay. Now, that's, that's funny. That's my opinion. Now, okay. one thing that I do like on the Android is I like the Android keyboard because it has the letters, but it also has the numbers all the time. You don't have to go down and flip a special button to go to numbers. That would be nice. There is a yeah, row of numbers. I, I agree with you there, uh, Bill. That. I'm sorry. So where are the numbers on the Android? They're right well, above the letters. Above the letters, where they would not be oh, on a like typewriter. Yeah, yeah, they're they're above the letters, so you're able to do that, and it makes it a little bit easier. So. Uh-huh. You know, it's just a matter of personal preference. Doesn't mean that it's better. It's just something that I happen to like about that phone that you can, you know, your number is is always there. And if you need to use the shift key, it will say shift off. But if you just, um, you know, tap it once with your finger... Um, it will turn on the shift, but it will only turn it on for one letter. You have to double, triple tap it to keep it down. You know, if you just want to do all caps in some reason, you wouldn't very seldom do that. But, you know, we that's something. It's 
it's all a matter of personal opinion but I do like the, the number pad because it's always there yeah I, yeah it's more like I'm, I'm surprised they didn't make them that way on all the phones because that's how it is on a typewriter right and it makes it easier and you have a stock at button you know where you can push all the time or a dot a period or a, a dot com so that makes it a little bit easier but like I said that's just a matter of personal choice Sure. Yeah. Well, they'd have enough room on the screen that they could put those numbers up there. They wouldn't take up that much more room. Yeah. So that's just a matter of personal opinion. Absolutely. All right. Thank. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Go thank ahead. you. Thank you, Julie. Thanks, Julie. Okay, we're all caught up, Bill. We're all caught up. Let's make sure Connie's unmuted. I mean, hold on. Yeah, she's unmuted. Okay, good morning, Connie. Good morning. We have with us today a um, very special lady, and I, and I got to know her because about a year or so, and you can put the blame on me, it took me a while to get because of a few little complications upon the way to get her computer ready. She was one of our laptop winners here on The Legend. So we had to customize it just a little bit, but that's always a work in progress. So I got to meet Connie over the, the past few years, and Connie's come here today, and we're going to talk a little bit about her story. And Connie, if I ask you any questions and you don't feel comfortable, say stop, please. So I don't want to be intrusive. I don't want to make you feel bad. And I only want to have you talk that that you feel comfortable. First of all, Connie, tell us your name and kind of where you're from and maybe we'll ask a loaded question because we don't have to go into depth, but a little bit about what kind of work you did because you've accomplished quite a bit. Well, um, my, my name is Connie and I'm from Kalamazoo, Michigan, and I was a switchboard operator at Kalamazoo Valley Community College for about 20 years on a part-time basis. But you were working, and you consistently held a job. It always says something for me when you can work a job and you stay there and you work at it. So you did that for about... 20 years. Did you have to have any type of special equipment? To, to well, I had JAWS on the computer so that I could look up the different um, um, con- direction, not directions, um, extensions. And did you have to have any adaptive equipment to make your speech come out of one ear and JAWS come out of one ear or were you just able to use a computer? No, I was just able to use the computer, and then the switchboard had a headset. And but 
that that wasn't connected to the computer. Um, now, see where I worked, we our headset was connected with the phone, and then it was all tied to the computer. So we had to have one thing coming in one side of your ear and then something coming out of your other ear. So you had the speech with JAWS in one ear and then you had the computer with all your information and and all of that kind of stuff. So you did that for about 20 years. In the meantime, all of, all of that work, um, you got married in 19... 19- 95, I believe you told me. You were married to your husband for almost, well, let's see, 25 years, 26 years? Well, we yeah, we met in 95 and got married in 96. Okay. Hey, I'm a year off. <laughs> we met at um, Kalamazoo Valley Community College. He was a custodian, and of course I was a switchboard operator, and that's how that happened. Then you went along with your life. You now have a 21-year-old son who um, fixed your computer here a few weeks ago. But um, And you have your son that kind of helps you out, or you help him out, or you kind of do things together. How old is your son now? 21. And so he's learning what life's all about and and is working, doing a lot of work. Um, so you and your husband, you had some life changes maybe, what, three or four years ago, or maybe it's longer than when your husband had to leave work or became disabled am I correct well in 2016 he started having heart issues connected to his diabetes and um, so he had heart issues and they didn't feel safe with him having them at work, so they, you know, asked him to retire. And then I retired, too, because they were thinking that he had cancer. Fortunately, that didn't pan out, but I had retired before then, so I couldn't go back to work. And then um, in March of 2021, um, all three of us caught COVID. Okay, let me back you up just, okay. I'm going to back you up just one second here. Um, March of 2021. Had all three of you had your vaccines by that time or... Um, of March of 21? No, because um, Dennis, well, they hadn't um, they hadn't gotten them yet for him yet. So he, because he was 
Tom, he had underlying conditions. They didn't, you know, they, we think that's how he caught it, but he had, none of us had their, our vaccines yet. Okay, so who got the COVID first, your husband, your son, or yourself? While we were all diagnosed with it at the same time, I Adam had been going out a lot, so I think he probably unknowingly brought it home to us. He didn't have any symptoms. What about you Dennis, and your husband? What kind of symptoms did you have, Connie? Um... Basically, just, you know, trouble breathing, and I just remember not feeling well, not having an appetite, and feeling the worst I've ever felt in my life, and I said, oh, there's something definitely going on, and so then when... Did did you go to the hospital, or at that point in time? Well, we we were all three tested, and all three became or were back positive. And then that night on March fifteenth, Dennis went to the hospital because he couldn't breathe. Adam and I stayed home. Okay, so because your husband had the underlying conditions, he then went to the hospital. Um, Who got better first? I know Adam was okay, but yourself, how long did it take you to get back to what we call normal, normal? Um... I would say by March 30th, although by then I still didn't have an appetite. And the nurse kept saying, you need to eat. I mean, I ha- I was seen virtually. I fortunately didn't have to go to the hospital, but... Um, Did you lose your sense of taste and smell? No, fortunately I didn't. Yeah, I talked to some people that, that lost that. So your husband's in the hospital. Did he progressively get worse? Did he get better? Um, well, at first he was starting to eat, and then he stopped. So it was up and down. And of course, he he was diagnosed when he went in on the 15th of March. He was diagnosed with COVID pneumonia. So that's why they kept him. So at any point during his hospital stay, did he get well enough to come home? Or did he progressively get worse as time went along? He got worse, and they wanted to put him on a ventilator. He said, no, I don't want to be on a ventilator. 
because he was afraid that he wouldn't come off of it if he was put on it. And he said he just wanted to come home. So they sent him home with hospice. And they they are they're great. I mean, they were there for us. They answered any questions that we had. They were very supportive when we needed support. And they're still here for me now, giving me grief support because the doctor told me we're going to send him home on hospice. We're going to have to cut down his oxygen. And we honestly don't know how long he's going to be with you once he gets home. Well, he came home on the 30th of March and was gone by April 4th. Of course, I guess this is always second-guessing, but if he had went on the ventilator, could they have saved him, maybe? I don't know. I guess that's always speculation. You know, you never know. Did they try to put him on the remdesivir or any of those drugs to help him out with Connie, or was that, was that not, not an option at the time? I don't believe it was an option because they didn't say that it was that they had that they were going to try it or anything like that. And I don't, I don't know that the ventilator only saves them because my aunt was on the ventilator. How they say? So, fortunately, hospice is still providing you with grief support and helping you out. At least they give you an outlet or something for your... I know once when my grandmother passed away, who was my adopted mother, uh, hospice came in and they were just super. And all of the things that those poor nurses can do and how those people can just come in and take over and just seem to do the right things. It's never an easy time that, that you know, that they have to do that. It's just not, a, not an easy time. So, um, now that, you know, you're trying to put your life back together and, and, do things. I think you said you've opened your case, your rehab case, and you're at least trying to go on with your life and do what you've got to do. You know, and that that part of it um, is wonderful. How has the grief support group helped you? I know you go twice a month for that. How's that helped you? Well, it's allowed me to be with people, other people who are grieving the loss of a loved one and just talk. And I also have someone coming out to my house, so that helps a lot, too. Did you Are you suffering from any post-COVID symptoms or anything like that? Because there's a thing called long COVID they talk about where some people still have symptoms even though they don't have the virus. Are you having any problems of that nature, Connie? No, fortunately not. I did have bronchitis and a cough 
for a while afterwards, but that seems to have gone away for the most part. And how about your son? Does he have any any problems at all, or is he just back back to his normal self or everything? And he never had any issues. I mean, he was symptom free, so right. He must he have was, been what they call a carrier. Yeah, just a carrier. But whatever you know, when something like and I can't speak of this firsthand, so I have no idea what I'm talking about. But it just disrupts your family, your whole lifestyle. You've, you know, as as somebody that's visually impaired, it's not that you couldn't do things before, but you're called on to do different things now. And you're learning skills and picking up and doing things that, you know, you haven't had to do for a while, maybe. Right. But you seem to be rising to that. What are some of the challenges you think you've faced? Things that you find difficult to do. Um, from a rehab standpoint, or? Well, it, both. If, from all aspects. It doesn't really matter if it's rehab or anything else. What are the things that, in the transition, that you find perhaps is the hardest thing to do? Or challenges? Well, my husband was was sighted, and um, so basically, just just uh, getting out and getting around again. I mean, he didn't want me to take buses or anything like that because he was protective and so just getting out and learning to get around and um oh I'm brushing up on rehab skills like cleaning and um, I need like to, that. yeah <laughs> and just reading papers reading mail again and thank God, I mean, I, I lived alone before I met my husband, and technology has come a long way, you know, to allow me to be able to read mail or get assistance doing so. How do you read your mail? Um, I use the Voice Dream products, just within the last week, I found about found out about Ira, and they're great. Oh yeah, I can. We can write you books on what Ira can do for you. Um, they can help you with mail. They can help you read something in the kitchen that you couldn't have you know, be able to read or have access to just so many different things that and now that you've got your computer working, they can take over your computer and help you fix something or if you get a website that's well, not all websites are created equally. And so you know, there's just a a wonderful thing, and you know, and there's some 
free ones out there too. Jeff likes seeing AI. Um, and there's one that's voice OCR, I think, is very, if it's not free, it's almost free. They give you 99 scans with it. You get 99 scans for free. Right. So uh, there, there's always so many things that it can help you do. Um, you know, you can scan. I know you can. I know you can cook. Um, a, a lot of people, and, and I could see myself getting, if a spouse or if I don't have this problem, but you get caught up into letting somebody, you just go along and you don't insist that I be able to do this and you know, well, you know, I'm going to take this bus trip anyway or I'm going to read this mail anyways so I can keep my skills sharp. We don't often think of that. But you will get it back. You lived on your own. So, you know, you'll know pretty much what to do you will be able to overcome and to do that. Oh, yeah. So, Did you go to schools for the blind when you were growing up as a child? Um, kind of, were you in the, regu- in the regular school system? No, I was in the regular school system. I wish that I would have gone to the school for the blind. I think I would have been better off. Because of learning more daily living skills or just because you're interacting and getting involved with other blind people and doing things that maybe you couldn't do in public school? Well, I had a, a friend that was that was blind that, that um, well, when, when we were in elementary, before the mainstream took place, I went to a classroom with blind students, and then when the mainstream took place, that room was I don't know, disbanded and all of us had to go to regular school but as far as academics I mean I don't I, I don't think my mom pushed me hard enough I know I didn't learn some of the things that I should have learned I mean as far as like geology and geography and stuff like that, well, my math skills yeah, aren't as good as they probably would have been if I were in a school for the blind. So now, now that you're kind of in this new world, you're exploring, learning, learning things, and catching up on things what are the things that you really enjoy doing now what are some of the things that that really excite you that really make you go wow I can do this I can do that what are the things that that really make make your day Um, I 
I would say being able to read things independently that I couldn't have read before and learning new programs on the computer and by the way you're you sell yourself short you're very good on your computer I've only worked with you two or three times but you're very very good and you follow instructions so your path forward is going to be good because you're learning those things and you're learning how to do that and you seem to have a a patience for the computer even if sometimes uh, what was it the other day I don't even remember what it was I was laughing about it because you had gotten into some type of complication or whatever it was I don't even remember now but I thought it was it wasn't funny to you but it was funny to me at the Mm -hmm. time but you know you're learning and you know that takes that you know you because you've had to learn you do it and you go on um hopefully we can introduce you to a lot of people that are doing positive things and things like you know you like recipes and you like to cook you send out very interesting emails about facts about diabetes and things that that could be helpful i judge that you're um, you're very health conscious is that correct try to watch some of the things you eat you wouldn't know it by looking at me (laughs) I could be more health conscious yes I could be but I I took an interest in it because my husband was diabetic and I don't I don't want to see other people go down the same road that he went down and if I ever get it, I mean, I've heard that my, my mother had it, and I've heard that the oldest daughter of someone who had it will get it. And so I really need to be more health conscious myself and start doing something about my weight and getting exercise. What about traveling? Do you, are you, have you gotten into the Uber or Lyft experience yet, Connie? Have you played with those particular services on the iPhone or, or, or used GoGo Grandparents or anything like that? I took one, one Lyft or one Uber ride, but I haven't, I mean, I've signed up for the other things, but I haven't used them yet right because a they cost money and b you know um it just you know you'll use it when the need are you fortunate enough to have pretty good paratransit there in kalamazoo can you pick up the phone today and say i want to ride to the doctor tomorrow is that possible there we don't have paratransit we do have it's called metrovan 
and I I tried to use it once and I didn't have a good experience with it only because um, people it was during the time before everybody opened up again and they said well we can pick you up at nine for a 10 o'clock appointment and the, the appointment is was just down the road and they said then we can pick you up at two when the appointment was going to end at 10 or at 11 so I said no I don't think so <laughs> so as far as transportation I would say Kalamazoo doesn't have very good transportation now I hope your son and 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 daughter or my son and daughter they were pretty good but fair but I remember when when Jennifer and I got those cars for them dad you'll never have to take another taxi again you'll never yeah it didn't quite work out that way so um and you probably try to do as much as you can and don't try to put everything on your son to do everything because sometimes when we do that then people get a little then they feel like they're obligated obligated to to do it can you tell us a little about about your son without getting too personal i mean tell us a little bit about him well, he's he's 21. He's got his first job. He's doing uh, landscape work, and so he's he's out digging trenches and I'm spreading glad. seed and stuff like that. So he doesn't really like it, but I've got to hand it to him. He's stuck with it. Well, and it's a job. You know, and he's he's very devoted to me, um, protective like his dad, which I'm not sure I like, but well, anyway, he'll he'll eventually maybe find him some special girl or whatever and then things change a little bit or right you know that's always a, a possibility so and we're going to save the vaccination stuff for the last i think so when you're during the days how do you besides doing your grief support groups and maybe cooking some what kind of things do you like to do to keep yourself occupied and to because I think it's so important to and I think it probably helps with with therapy too what what kind of things do you do to keep yourself occupied entertained or have something to look forward to each and every day well, there's a legend, of course, and uh, I'm on the computer way too much. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that I don't appreciate it. I just 
I just spend a lot of time in email and um, but a friend of mine gave me a braille note and power which is a note taker book reader um, it's one of the older ones so you have to, I, I have to uh, uh, do some fancy footwork to get a book on it so I can read it but I'm just I'm just learning that so I would say that is one thing that I look forward to is reading books on it uh, that would that would uh, I think you'll like that uh, we're going to have a lesson I owe you a lesson on Bard Express how you can work that from your desktop on your computer so that's one of the lessons that I'd like to work with you on some more um, Mozilla Thunderbird are you able to navigate that any better yet at all are you able to navigate through the messages yet oh yeah I can do that I, it's just you know I'm, I'm gonna uh figure out today how to move messages to different folders and, and get that done and then I think I'll be all set with that so you you enjoy your computer of course that's obvious you enjoy your iPhone and that reminds me <clears throat> you did a promo for Dave wouldn't do one for my show but you did one for Dave and Chris on your iPhone and recorded it I'm I'm very proud of you for doing that well I would I would have done one for you but I did I just found found out about doing one for Chris and Dave the other day on Sunday they asked me if I would do one and I said well <laughs> Oh, I'm just having a little fun with you. I don't. <laughs> I'm just having a little fun with you. So, but those are the type of things that that keep you going. Does does your new counselor? Does she have any goals for you, or is she going to help you with certain things to make your life a little better and a little easier for you? Well, I'm going to be getting a new toaster oven since the oven in the house isn't reliable. Oh, no, that'll because, be good. Because the house is old. Um, anyway, um, and the oven is just causing some problem, unnecessary problems, so... I'm going to get a toaster oven and label it and then I can look forward to cooking my own stuff again instead of processed stuff. Process? I love junk. I love processed stuff. No. <laughs> it's fast and easy. Yeah. It's fast and easy but it's got way too much salt in it. Alright, well give me an example. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Give me an example of something that you fix now that you would fix it in a different way. Say, for example, and 
the oven. I guess, well, maybe you could bake a potato. Um, I guess you could probably broil in that um, toaster oven, could you not? I'm sure I could. I've never. I um, when I had an an apartment um, and had a regular oven, I never broiled then. But I'm sure I could if I had to. Are you a meat type person, or do you pretty much try to stay away from meat? Um, no, I like my chicken and my um, pork chops and. Some fish, but it's gotta, it's gotta be. Um, I don't like um, fresh fish. I like, you know, like stuff that comes in a box or something like that. That pre-processed stuff. Yep. <laughs> that like pre- fish sticks, like the, this, is, this is Paul's, or Gordon's fixed fish sticks, or right. like that. There you go. Um, I don't tend to eat a lot of those. I like um, tilapia and salmon stuff like that. Oh, okay. We're going to be talking about in a few weeks a product from Kasori, which is a talking, which you can use with your iPhone, which is a reliable toaster oven, which you can actually navigate around. You'll be able to, you can set recipes or, you know, they've already got things pre- pre-labeled so you can just hit the button tap tap the button and it'll cook it for you That's so good. there's there's all kinds of things how did you find out about ira um i can't remember the i can't remember the computer list i was on that i found uh-huh. out about it and so have you ever did you install it on your phone yet I did last week and I've done like three calls and they were all great were they what kind of little things did they help you do um they read some bills for me which I mean I I like the fact that they are not allowed to talk about what they see I don't, I don't know how to describe that but they're bonded and they have to be insured yeah. and so you know where I think the other one the, the Be My Eyes is a wonderful service but you may get XYZ volunteer and they don't have that same you know, if I had a credit card, I don't know that I wanted them reading my credit card number. Right. You know, or things like that. So, but anyway, you, um, that's opened up a new world for you. So, we hope we can find other things for you. And, We'll we'll wrap things up with COVID, and then we'll give you a form to say anything you want to. But is do you encourage people now to get vaccinated to take the shots? 
Oh, I do. I. I mean, if I can, if I can just talk to. Um. I can if I can just talk to people. I, I would say, you know, parents, you know, get your get your vaccines because who's going to take care of your kids or people with with who who deal with people with special needs? Who's going to take care of your of your person if you get COVID? I mean, um. And people with pets. I mean, and if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna do it for yourself, do it for someone else. Do it for the people that, you know, for the medical people who have to call you and tell you that they don't know how long your person is gonna last. Do it for them, so they don't, so that they don't have to continue to be burned out because they see someone pass away every day you know you don't you don't want to be where I am where you where you have someone begging you to help them because they can't breathe and they're so scared that they don't know what they're gonna do <clears throat> so if, if you don't do it for yourself do it for someone else do it for someone because you don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know who, who's, who has a compromised immune system or who, who has uh, you know other underlying conditions who would be very badly um, affected by COVID if they get it. So you don't buy into the theory that used to be that this is a fake, this is real. I don't. You've lived through it. There are young people that say, oh, I'll be okay. I won't get it. I won't die. That's the problem we're up against, uh, Connie, because I know a lot of young people that that have told me, well, I'll never get it. And they've gotten it. And I know people, unfortunately... I, I, I've actually known people who have passed away from COVID that I that I know as well. So there's nothing, no words can express the sorrow that you and your son are going through right now because it doesn't just end on the day. It, it, it's a it's a process, and we and believe me, both Bill and I and all the people here on the coffee club get it. We really do understand. Thank you, and 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 we were you know we were trying to be so careful. Because we knew that Dennis had underlying conditions, and we knew if he caught it, it would be it would be the end, and it was. You don't want to be where I was. You don't want to. You don't want to have to be. Um, you know, sorting through papers and figuring out, you know, what to do with this, that, and the other. It's. It's not fun. So if you don't get if you don't get a shot for yourself, do it for somebody else. And don't think you're invisible or invincible. That's you know, right. You know. not. No. So, but you're well on the way to making yourself come back and making 
making a life for yourself you you obviously make a lot of friends um i know one of your friends called me and said we want to um we want to help um you know we want to help connie get a computer and they were willing to put it on the the line for you and fortunately we were able to help but so you must bring out the the giving or the caring part of people so there's there's a a lot of help for you there's there's good things coming for you i just know it i'm not saying it's all going to be easy but but life never is you know but it's it's the you know the way it is and but is there anything else that that I've missed or not knowingly missed, but something I might have missed that something else you would like to say? Well, I think I've pretty much said everything. Well, I think you've done quite the job. Uh, panel, does anybody have any questions for Connie, Jennifer, Tim? Jeff? I think you're a very courageous person, Connie. I, I, I don't know if I could have gone through what you're going through now. And I will tell, I will tell you that uh, you are a very, very courageous person as far as I can tell. And I've never Thank met you. you or talked to you. And, uh, and I, I, like, I said, like I said earlier in the conversation, no one knows what you're going through. But we can say that we all support you. In whatever happens in your life, and we hope that things are only going to be good from now on. Oh, by the Thank way, you. before you go, how did you get started with the legend? Because you've been a very faithful listener. How did you get started with the legend? Well, my friend Terry got me hooked on the Thursday afternoon oldies oldies party from Steve. Mm-hmm. And. Then I started hearing um, promos or whatever you call them about other shows. And at retirement, I'm thinking, holy crap, what am I going to do to keep myself busy during the day now? <laughs> and that's how I got started. I mean, I, you know, like I said, I heard promos for other shows and just started listening. And you've You've stuck through a lot of us through our um, surgeries and ailments and whatever. It's almost like a kind of a family sense, isn't it? Like right. a, um, you've you've stuck through us, and it's just like I told you, we're going to stick with you to make sure that you get the things that you need and want. And I think our listeners are that way, too. So, you know, like I said, we're here to help you. And I just appreciate you taking your time to to share with us. I know it's not easy, and it wasn't easy, but you did it. You stepped up big, and I sincerely appreciate it. Thank you. I, I did it because... 
well, the main reason that I did it was because I can't emphasize enough that people go out and get their shots. I mean, yeah, so you might be afraid of a needle, but what's worse, the needle? Right. Watching someone die of COVID. The biggest... You need to think about that. Yeah. And Connie, I hear this excuse all the time. Well, I don't know what's being put in my body. Well, you're sitting there smoking and drinking some alcohol, so you tell me. You know, so... Right. But... Um, well, what I have to say, I don't like needles, but those people that give out those shots, they do so many that it's like nothing. They just... Go in and do the job. Tim, have you checked on the mail thing? I haven't. Have you checked to see if we have anybody with comments? Uh, I will again. I did a few minutes ago. Okay, so, well. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be on later today, too. For some reason, I'll be on at 1 o'clock doing... With Perry. Hey, it's all Bill all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one that needs a life. Um, you know, but... I know and then I wonder about... why I play dice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people said that about I spend a lot of time in dice world. And people have said that about me too, Bill, so don't worry about it. You're not the only one, so... But Connie... Okay, good. We really thank you for what you've done. And... Uh, you know, we're going to update your story. Now that you know how to get in, you can come back any week, every week, whenever you feel like you want to. And we know some Wednesdays you're gone with the support. Now we may have somebody with a question for you. I think. Bill, can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, Connie, it was a good story. I, I have to agree with you. Uh, of course, I'm way older than all you people. I'll be 82 in December. But I refer back with this vaccine thing now. You're doing it for other people, not just yourself. Because I went through the polio vaccine thing and also the smallpox. And smallpox, you got the vaccination to not spread it to other people, not to keep it from yourself. And polio was the same way because when you saw the kids laying in those iron lungs or you couldn't walk again, you wanted to make sure that you didn't get it or that you kept someone else from getting it. And I don't get these people today uh, that push this stuff about, oh, it's not this and that. Of course, there's some people religious-wise, okay, that's a different, whole different different story. Uh, people with certain religions, they don't, they don't believe in vaccination and other things like that. But I can remember back in the 70s, we had to, the work I did, you know, I was a massage therapist, physical therapist for 50 years. But the city of Chicago put an ordinance in for us to work during the big AIDS epidemic, for us to work because we had personal contact with people. We had to do a test at our own expense. We had to do a gonorrhea, a syphilis, a tuberculin, and have those tests every year at our own expense to keep working. Well, if I didn't want to do that, I didn't work. Mm-hmm. And I don't get these people that don't want to take vaccinations because, well, they're pushing my health reasons and I'm not going to work. Well, then do without your paycheck and starve to death. I don't care. 
Because I don't and think people that, subsidize, and I don't think people subsidize the people that don't want to take the shots, like in Chicago or the police. The police that don't want to do it, so you quit. You don't get unemployment. You're just screwed. That's your problem. That's not my problem. That's the way I but look at it. Then you got stupid government officials like uh, the Florida governor who told the, the the New York police, "Well, that's okay if you don't want to get vaccinated. Come down here and work here, and I'll give you a five thousand dollar bonus." Right. That, you that, got I idiots that. Right. I don't, we I don't agree we are that. getting into the point in this country, and I don't want to get too political, but we are very, very it's a very divided country right now. I'm more than I've ever seen it in the 68 years that I've been alive so far. Well, it yeah, is, uh, same way as my 82. But the thing of it is, and, and I hate to say this, but we're getting to be more socialistic. Well, mm-hmm. we are in some respects. Connie, right. thank you very much. And it was really great talking to you. And as right. Bill said, you're always, always welcome to uh, to uh, uh, participate in the coffee club. Um, you know, even if you don't come every week, but if you want to participate and, uh, and if you have a question, you can raise your hand or whatever. And we, we really appreciate the work that uh, that what you're going through. And good luck on that computer. I know that Bill didn't 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 steer you in the wrong direction. He steered you in the right direction. So enjoy that computer and enjoy it. And I think as you continue using it, you're going to find it's a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And Connie, before you go, before you go, one quick question. Yesterday you made a request, and it was for Anne Murray. I found the album, but the songs did not match. So you're going to have to straighten me out on that. Well, I Googled it, so... (laughs) Which song was it? Do you remember this? Number now. Uh, something about a new me or a new. What was that song called? The new. A new me. Something. I could look it up in in an email and see what I had sent in, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, a new me. It was actually an album, and I had the album, but I just for my own curiosity because you know we'll we'll make it right so but anyway Connie thank you so much thank you for having me all right okay Jeff let's see where we're at now well we're the, the, the what do they say the cupboard's bare but there's nothing the cupboard's bare. There's no hands raised so there's no hands raised right now well so uh, just a couple Quick things. Um, I've noticed on my Amazon TV, and or if you don't have that, one of those fire sticks, one of the main menus is Amazon News. I think that's what it's called. And you can click on that, and you can watch different news, or you can pick it up. They give you up to two cities you can monitor. And you can watch news all over the country. Now, it may be recorded newscast, but they also have live TV. Jeff, they have court TV. They have, well, they have just several different channels. Um, Bloomberg, I mean, all kinds of news. You can get news from your you know TV stations in your state have you seen that on 
the Amazon Fire TV? I have. Um, but they say you could save like three newscasts or two of them, but you, but even if you don't save them, you can scroll through that thing and watch what's there. That's kind of nice. It is. It is definitely nice. Um, I think sometimes I, I, well, as my sister was saying to me, I think we get media overload with all the stuff we can do on the television, so, uh, and you know, and the computer. It really gets to be overload sometimes. It's just where do you where do you start? Where do you stop? <laughs> There's no stopping with me, unfortunately, and. I know with you, there's no stopping either, Bill, because you like you like to uh, gorge yourself with as much news and information as possible. And right, and, so. and and we do that, Jeff. But that's just just one of the things that I found out that you can watch all that content for free. And there was Stadium. I'm not sure what Stadium is. Stadium is owned by uh, Sinclair. That's a company that owns TV stations, and 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 they they own they own uh, Rise TV, and they own and Sin, it's a, it's a sports type thing. And okay. they have college football. They they have a lot of sports oriented shows during the week, and when they're not doing infomercials, and the infomercials are only in the mornings, I think. So it's really a sports based service. But there is um, yeah, there's a lot of news there, a lot of content on there that I. You can get without having an antenna or anything, you know, because it's, and I think that's going to be a lot of, but they've really expanded that. And I wasn't even into the Prime. This is just on the news app that you could just go through and get tons and tons of, tons of, of different news channels. I think I saw a movie channel or two. Um, how that would be, I don't know. But hey, all of this stuff is free. There is no charge. So that's one of my finds of this week. Uh, Jennifer, have you come up with anything that you've discovered? No, I've been pretty pretty quiet in the discovery. I still like Lyrae for iOS if you're into RSS feeds. I played with that a little bit. That is a nice program. Jennifer, what about the book you're reading? Tell us a little bit about that. We talked about that before the coffee club. Oh, it's called um, The Stranger in the Mirror, and I got it from Bard, and it's by um, a lady named Liv Constantine, and it's about a lady who she has an accident and she loses all of her memory of her past and someone picks her up she was hitchhiking and someone picks her up and they they find a new name for her and everything and she starts this new life and like two years later after her accident her husband finds her and it's and the book is a lot about how how she finds her past. So it's kind of a mystery because you wonder, you know, what what would cause her to to have left? Because she left she left her home and left her purse and all of her ID and everything there. Have you finished the book yet? No. Oh, you'll have to tell us what. Well, you'll have to tell us right, about the book so. when you finish reading it, or or at least. Uh, uh, Maybe you shouldn't give everything away because then people may not want to read it. But at least I don't want to give everything away. But it's a page turner, and 
But reading books yeah. is so wonderful. I like to read at night when I'm trying to go to sleep. But reading books, you know, you can either read them on on the Bard service, and they have a ton of selection. You can read them on Audible. And a lot of sighted people like to read, too. Reading is something. Some people are into podcasts. You know, where they like to download podcasts and read different... I just run out of time to do everything because I want to read audio books. I want to read braille books. I want to listen to podcasts. I don't have enough hours in the day to do what I'm supposed to be doing and <laughs> have time to do that stuff in the background because I'm a one-task person. I'm Bill can work on his computer and read a book and listen to the podcast and... <laughs> all at the same time and I have to be one or what the other what do you think of this unified English Braille and I gotta tell you I was not impressed with it and I'm, I don't read a lot of Braille because I have the computer and I probably should read more Braille I got that the notice from the IRS telling me about the fact that I could get publications for them in an accessible format but there was so many um, cosmetic things in there I could, I could barely figure out how to read it I, and I thought maybe it was me but then I'm talking to other people who aren't quite used to UAB so have you, have you been able to get around that whole thing, Jennifer? I don't like to write it. I it, it looks a little strange, but once you read it for a while, you can you can figure it out. But they've reversed a lot of the a lot of the things that you were taught when you were transcribing. They've they've gotten rid of like you know like not using signs if they're divided between two syllables of a word and things like that and they just do really weird things and it really doesn't save space a lot of the things you were taught before were to save space and now it's like no not so much and some of the signs that we used forever like two who would have thought that you'd ever get rid of the sign for T.O. Yeah, well, uh, I guess I'll stick to the computer. <laughs> no, things have changed. And yeah, I know. By the way... Part of it is to make things more uniform, because they, they claim that unified Braille will make it easier for new people that are learning Braille, because they won't have to learn two or three different kinds of periods and things like that, because a period will always be a period, and a dollar sign will always be a dollar sign, and... And they won't look different. Yeah, but then they have different kinds of bolding know. and italics, and oh, I mean everything is like, like. Oh just, yeah, they want to make it all. Well, when, like parentheses are different. They make them try to make them look more like the printed parentheses, where they actually do open and close or whatever. But I don't. Mm-hmm. Now you do know that Jaws twenty twenty two has been released. So you can either hit an Alt-H and check for updates and get it that way. Some computers will have a reminder if you've been using the beta. Or you can go to the Freedom Scientific website and do the download. But it is out of beta and it is ready to go. It runs a little snappier, maybe. Um, It's got some new changes and I guess the big one is to be able to put your jaws in one ear and the speech and 
everything else from the computer in another ear that saves some people with a sound card so that that is one thing that um, is one of the big changes and there are many others so you can read all about the you know the changes um Dave and Chris couldn't have been here today because of some electrical issues. But uh, next week they will show us about a new vacuum cleaner, a high-powered battery vacuum that goes up to one hour without having to be recharged. Don't show me the vacuum cleaner. Come over to my house and vacuum my carpets. That's what I say. That's what we need. (laughs) That's what we need is a... We have a... A call. Is that the one from Gail? Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Let's see here. Full Hi, everybody. I'm talking about this Gail And I enjoyed the interview with Connie. I wasn't able, I didn't stay long enough to ask a question. But how do you handle things like um, cursive when people send you cards? like uh, birthday cards or continuously every year uh, give you birthday cards or cards that are cursive and finding a reader sometimes and I call it sometimes is like finding a very large needle or a very small needle in a very large haystack. Now that I have some people around who can help, it, it makes a difference. I do have a scanner going for prints and that kind of thing and I can read my mail and stuff like that. Just a question. Have a great day, and thank you for the interview. Bye. There you go. I can't answer that question because I, everything I read, I have a scanner that I use on my desk, and that reads that seems to read everything pretty much. I can't tell you that. And you're always going to run into something you can't read, so that that always happens. But for the most part, it doesn't. Do we have another call, Jeff? I think yeah, we got... have Alan um, Parma Heights. Parma Heights, go ahead, Val. Can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah, you are unmuted. I... Go ahead. Yeah, I did press start six. Anyway, uh, talk about the Braille. I did not like it. I think it sucks. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed they had to change the uh, you know the Braille thing. I like the old way that we were learning in school back in the sixties. Uh, so I really don't like it. I don't. I'm going to write it. When I write the things, you know, I write talking book lists. I use the old railway that I'm used to. I hear you, Al. But eventually, we have to change because life change. Change is always good. My sister said to me once, and I said, "Like radio stations, we don't like the radio. Now we don't like the braille." Or the Guardians, oh, right? I can't, I can't say that to a guy that does that does reporting on radio because I'm always listening to new stuff. So, I mean, I, yeah. I understand where you're coming from, Al. Right, but, uh, you know, everybody has their own opinion. That's my opinion of it. But, well, yeah. I, I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, when I write it, I write the old way. Unless yeah, I use too, yeah. software and do write, it. <laughs> even if I have to write a letter or something, I do the old way. Oh, yeah. you, well, oh. it's just so natural you don't think about it. Yeah, because you're used to it, you know, and, and I guess it's something that new thing you have to get used to sooner or later. Just bring back uh, Mad Daddy on the WWJ or w- in Cleveland. That's all I want. HK, right? Back yeah, WHK. Right. There yeah, you go. You got it. Thank anyway, you, Al. You guys think- Bye-bye. All right. So, 
but we'll be back next week with some more great stuff some more new material maybe we'll have another interview we just never know from one week to the next who knows what next week's hot topic is going to be uh, Jennifer's going to have a new microphone next week I think and so we'll see how that goes for her. and I think she'll like that so you know boom. we got another call oh we do <laughs> Well, we have a few minutes. It's only it's only ten fifty, fifty six. Yeah, we got time. Okay, here we go. Hi, this is Debbie in Lafayette. I wanted to comment on the UEB. I don't like it either. Um, it's strange, and I don't like to ride it either. I agree with Jenny. And losing the two and the the buy and the was and all that. That's. I understand it's easier for newer people to learn, but. I think it takes up more space. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Jenny, you're a transcriptionist. Tell me if I'm wrong. Anyway, um, you guys have a great day. Bye-bye. God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I mentioned it, guy. I let the cat out of the bag, Bill. Man, you've let well, it the... definitely does take up more space. You let all the kittens out of the bag, Jeff. Well, that's not more than that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, more than... That's so. Oh, by the way, today is National Black Cat Day. National. I don't know if you did anything, but I just want to acknowledge uh, the death of a. Uh, not, I'm not into this death thing, but I will tell you that in 1962, when he joined Jay, when he joined the Americans, it came to Jay and the Americans. Jay Black passed away on Monday. We found out about it on Monday, and um, he really transformed that group and stayed with and the groups hung around until the 70s when they broke up he kept the name for jay and the americans but he ran on hard times and he sold it back to one of the members of the group and uh, and it's uh, it is sad to see that happen he, they were definitely they were from kingston new york originally the original leader was a guy named jay trainer who worked uh, after the group after he left the group he ended up working as a photographer for channel 13 here in albany new york and um there was uh, one of these revival things where they had the crystals and the tokens and you know some of these and Bobby Rydell and I went to this concert and Jay Trainer was singing with the tokens because you know today the, there should be a thing called truth in groups when they, when you go to a concert that's not going to be the original members you know I mean if you go to see the crystals you're not going to see the original members you might see one member of the crystals but Darlene Love certainly isn't with them who was their lead singer so I just want to say that uh, we want to recognize. Jay from Jay Jay Black from Jay and the Americans. Um, he had one hell of a voice. Just listen to him sing Caramia and uh, and in and, and come a little bit closer. And uh, oh yeah, uh, we featured songs. him the other day, right on Monday. So, well, I guess Jeff, it's almost time we made it through. We did. We did, and thank you, and thank everyone for being patient with me for uh, you know. No, you did a stellar job, and. We 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 didn't know what was going to happen today, but it all worked out, and we appreciate that. Uh, so that can make it a little, you know. We and next week you'll be back to your recipes and your demos, unless Chris sends one out in the email or something. But we're. And I'll be back on in two hours with Perry. P 
Perry and Friends with more great talk and your request. So, Tim, you take it away. Have a great week, and the podcast will be up shortly. Bye-bye. Thanks.